Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at how you could reduce your chance of dying in the next 10 years. So if that's something that interests you, you should check out last week's podcast. This week, I have another listener question. And that is, what effect do pets have on our health? Now, that's a good question. A lot of us have heard that pets are good for you, but, you know, is, is that really backed up by the research? So I went to the research, and let's look at what I found out. And most of us, if you like pets, have experienced that you, you feel better after you've uh, petted your pet or you've taken care of your pet or whatever. And you think, well, you know, they, there would be some psychological benefits to having a pet. But what about physical benefits? Let's start with that. There was a big Australian study of 5,741 people um, looked at the people that were pet owners against the not pet owners and they they took into account lots of things they they clumped them together so that the people would be similar in smokers and non-smokers um their socioeconomic benefits you know all the stuff that that could make a big difference otherwise and they found that um there were several physical things that were better for pet owners um the first one was that the blood pressure was lower, significantly lower in pet ownership. Now, when it says significantly lower, um, when they're talking about stati- um, studies, it's statistically significant. That's a, a certain amount. It doesn't necessarily mean it was a whole bunch. It just means it was statistically significant. There was another. It didn't say on that one how much it was, but another study that was almost as large found that it was about seven points lower in your systolic blood pressure. That's your top one for pet owners as opposed to non-pet owners. So seven points is a pretty good uh, difference. Another one they found was that there was a significant difference in cholesterol. Although it wasn't a huge difference, it it was a difference in cholesterol. And it was kind of interesting that men had a much greater difference in cholesterol between pet owners and non-pet owners than women. But the biggie was in triglycerides. Um, They found that in one study, um, it was a fairly large study, there was a 20-point difference in triglycerides, which I think is a pretty good difference. But in another study, which was even bigger, there were 85 points difference between the pet owners and non-pet owners. Pet owners had 85 points lower triglycerides, which is a huge difference. Now, something that could be contributing to this, um, a Japanese study found that pet owners got 55% more physical activity than non-pet owners. And you know, that ranged from going out walking the dog or walking the cat. Uh, usually if I say walking the animal, more people walk their dog than walk their cat. But there are people who do walk their cat. So if you are a, a cat owner and you walk your cat, um, and I say walking the dog, you can substitute in walking the cat because that is... Um, significant too but you know you just have if you have a pet you have to get up and take care of it even if it's an outside pet you have to go take it food you have to take it water you have to make sure that it's taken care of there's a lot of extra steps and extra things that you do just to take care of your pet that non-pet owners don't do 
they found that pet owners got about 50 minutes a week more physical activity and 40 more minutes a week of moderate to vigorous walking. So that is tremendously good. If you listen to all my podcasts about walking, you'll know that that is tremendous for your health. They also found that people who walk their pets are 10% less likely to be obese. Well, nothing is guaranteed to make you healthy. So even if you own a pet and you're doing these things, sometimes stuff happens. So what about your chances of disease survival? Um, They found that in a study, people who had a heart attack that were released from the hospital after a major heart attack, that in the next year, non-pet owners, 28% of them died. Pet owners, only 6% of them died. Now, on the less serious, um, how often do you go to the doctor? Pet owners go to the doctor about 4.4 times a year. Non-pet owners go to the doctor about five times a year. And it was also found that non-pet owners, 19% of them in the study, were on prescription drugs, whereas only 12% of the pet owners were on prescription drugs. So it seems that pet owners are generally more healthy than non-pet owners. Now, looking at cancer surviving, um, this was kind of an odd study, but they found that horseback riding improved survival after breast cancer. Now, they didn't go in to say whether it was the physical activity that caused it or whether it was the interaction with the horse. They were saying it was probably both, but there would need to be more study on that. They also have found that for people who have cancer and are undergoing treatment, exposure to an animal, exposure to a pet of some kind, caused the patient to be able to withstand more aggressive cancer treatments than even exposure to other humans. Well, what about our mental health? Well, they found in studies, and it makes perfect sense, that pets help to relieve loneliness um, because you've got something there that you can talk to, that you can take care of. They also give you a sense of responsibility. Um, Usually your pets rely on you to take care of them, so you have the responsibility of making sure that they're all right. So that that gives you more of a purpose in life. Pets are also more likely to increase your social interaction with other people, especially like-minded people. So, I mean, if you're at the pet store buying treats for your cat or buying toys for your dog or buying new fish and there happens to be somebody there that's in the same department, chances are pretty good that they have a similar interest and sometimes you can strike up a conversation based on that. One study found, and they did this by watching how people interacted, that people were 81% more likely to start up a conversation with someone if they had the pet with them than if they didn't have the pet with them. So if you're out with your cat or your dog or, I mean, if you've got your goldfish on a leash, whatever, if you're out somewhere with your pet, people are more likely, 81% more likely to come up and start talking to you. Um, And it usually starts with a conversation about the pet, but the conversation carries on. So we have more human-to-human interaction, which is a good thing. They've also studied um, people who don't actually own the pets, but like someone in a nursing home who can't really take care of a pet, but who have the pets come in, people bring in cats or dogs or whatever, and they interact with the animals. Um, A lot of studies have shown 
that people who interact with the animals, um, it led to a stabilization of their depression and their agitation. It was kind of interesting. One of the studies ju- that for their control group, they just let the people see the dog that came in to go interact with the other people, which, you know, I'm a dog person. That would depress me. But anyway, they, they could see the dog. Just seeing the dog helped stabilize their symptoms, um, whereas the groups that did not even get to see the dog um, or get to play with the dog or the cat, um, their state, their symptoms proceeded to get worse. Now, I've talked about studies about cats and dogs. Um, some people own fish, some people own birds, um, they're, they're rabbits, whatever. There's a lot of different pets that you can own. Um, the studies on them are much smaller, because partially because the population of people that own those are much smaller. Um, like for fish, they found that fish, watching your fish generally helps to relax you. However, it really depends on how much you actually take care of the fish. You know, if you get a goldfish in an aquarium that you feed it once a day, uh, and that's the only interaction you have with it, it has much less of an effect on you than if, say, you have a saltwater aquarium that you have to deal with constantly. So the level of interaction, the amount of need the pet has for you, and that works for the other pets too, seems to, the more need the pet has for you, the greater the benefit, the more interaction that you happen to have. So bottom line is, if you've got a pet, take good care of it, and it will help take good care of you, and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.